is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. All right. Today we're going to be talking about Finding Nemo. Alex, let's hear about it. Well, this is the one animated movie you've seen, Jess. You tell me about it. Jesus. Here. <laughs> Refreshing. Echo, echo. Playing echo. pool? Yeah, I like Finding Nemo. I've seen a couple... Um, these new Pixar fangled uh, 3D movies. I liked it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing I really know about this movie is that the ride it's based on at Disneyland is not designed for people over six feet tall. <laughs> that was never the case. Because I went on that, what well, used to be the submarine ride, mm-hmm. and I could not see a goddamn thing out the portholes. They said to listen and like pretend I knew what was going on outside the in the waters. People were a lot shorter in the fifties. I guess. Also made for kids. Also made for kids. This is true. <laughs> also, you can go ahead and add that to the list of rides that makes me nauseous. That doesn't make you nauseous, does it? I was not comfortable in there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't. It was. I mean, of of the ones, it wasn't that bad. But I was happy to get the hell out of there. It goes two miles an hour, <laughs> like a slow. Well, I think. I think. Line. Well, I think that was more my fault that time of me like craning my neck trying to look out the window, and still not being able to see anything. It just kind of messed with my equilibrium. Gotcha. And that's all I know about Finding Nemo. <laughs> I know more than that, but Alex, it's your episode, so. Well, so so Nemo has like a, a collection of things that he's found on the ocean floor, right? That's right. But he, he falls doesn't in love with the prince. Yeah, but he doesn't know what to call him, and he hides him in a cave, and his father forbids him from interacting with the human world, right? <laughs> Close. Okay. That is a prequel to Finding Nemo. Oh. Finding Flounder. His father does prevent him from interacting with anybody, really. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. He's very to do it. an agoraphobe. Thanks to uh, Disney murdering his mom, his wife. Yeah, but also clownfish, right? That's like their thing. They just stay near their... Uh... Sienna Nemanini? Yeah. See, I know stuff. Sea enemas? <laughs> this ocean needs an enema. But yeah. Um, Marlin, that's the clownfish's name. Aptly played by one of our favorites. One of the Waynes brothers? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Albert Brooks, the seventh Waynes brother. Fun fact, just to digress here real quick. Might have, I think pretty sure I mentioned this before uh, in an earlier podcast, but do you know Albert Brooks' real name? His real last name? Albert Einstein. Yep. He is an Einstein. And his brother, Bob Einstein is also uh, possessing a 
pseudonym. You might know him as Super Dave Osborne. Oh, that's his brother? Yep. Jeeves H. What a pro. How come they don't go by their real names? Well, I can understand why he might not want to go by Albert Einstein. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Way to go, Einstein. It's pronounced Einstein. Mm-hmm. Little young Frankenstein there for you. Just Directed by that. Albert Brooks. Get the hell out of here, shoe. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a different Brooks, Alex. Oh, sorry. So, yeah. Finding Nemo. His wife, you find out that he and his wife have like a hundred or so eggs stashed away like fish do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DTF. <laughs> yeah. And then a barracuda just happens to come along and the barracuda goes straight for the fish and the mom goes straight down to try and defend him, which is one of the stupidest moves a fish can do. That's why fish don't have feelings, because this would never happen to a real fish. But anyways... So, so, so what you're saying is, Alex, uh-huh. that the barracuda didn't have heart. <laughs> Jeebus H. I'm, I'm making the sunglass move. You can't, you can't see it, but... Yeah! <laughs> but no, he did not. Brian because he mercilessly, mercilessly murdered all of the children and the mom and had a very nice meal. Oh. Uh-huh. And then Marlon, who got knocked unconscious back into the sea anemone, that's why he was protected, uh, came out to find that all his eggs were eaten, his wife is gone, but there's one, one egg that made it. And he named it Nemo because his wife liked the name Nemo. And then a sea turtle came and held up Nemo before all the other fish and proclaimed him the <laughs> prince of the sea, right? That's exactly what happened. Okay. Right on the uh, Mariana's Trench. And then they sang a song about life being a circle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Still there, Jeff? Oh, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I like the the first the opening joke where they have all these eggs and it's like ah, I don't know if the kids will like me. Well, we have five hundred eggs. I'm I'm sure one of them is bound to like you. That's like, pretty good is, odds. Yeah. Like, what do you want to name the kids? Okay, well, we'll name this half. I forget the mom's name. It's like Arlene or something. Let's just call her that. Arlene Jr. and this half Marlon Jr. So pretty much they just named five hundred kids. Which, I mean, that's what you got to do, right? Is so, that how the Mormons do it? That, that seems terrifying to me, because I'm pretty well convinced that even if I had kids and they turned out all right, that I'd still screw them up. <laughs> to screw up 500 kids? Like, even, I mean, ugh, it, it, it just doesn't seem like good math. Well, there's a reason why they have 500 kids. It's not only, like, 1% of are ever going to survive. That's why they have 500. Just like, just like humans. <laughs> it, it Mormons. And the trampolines. <laughs> yeah. Each jump gets us closer to God. All right. So tragedy strikes the. They, I guess they don't have a last name. The, the, the clownfish family household. And then he grows up. The the egg is you see like a little scratch on the egg, but the little the little fish embryo in there is fine. 
And so he gets a lucky fin. He's got a the Nemo grows up, and he's a kid now. And you can see that he's got a lucky fin, and it's gimpy. That's why it's lucky. And then and then he reads a lot of books, right? And he doesn't really get along with the other people in town until his father gets kidnapped, and he's forced to go to an underwater castle. Right? <laughs> Close. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh... So it's his first, it's Nemo's first day of school, and his dad is, of course, by now an agoraphobic. Agor, agor, agoraphobic? Yes. Well, I don't know. He's underwater. He's not outside. Well, he, it, it is outside to him. <laughs> I know. Xenophobic? He doesn't want his kid going around other fish? No, xenophobic is you're afraid of alien from aliens. The xenomorphs. Mmm. I've been getting that wrong this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> He's just super protective of his boy. That's all. My Over. boy. Look what they've done to him. <laughs> and so he goes to sc- he goes and drops him off at school in the. Uh, and they're over at the. Uh, damn it, the Great Barrier Reef. That's where they are. And uh, they go over to the school. He drops him off with this uh, stingray, and that's the teacher and everything. And all the kids love him because he's one of those cool teachers. And so he goes to play and everything, and Marlon goes and meets the other parents. And of course, hey, you're a clownfish, right? Say something funny. To which Marlon, of course, replies, that's just a misconception. Clownfish are no funnier than any other fish. And then one of the other fish says something about him bringing a shine box. And he stabs him, right? <laughs> Close. Uh, With a piece of coral, sharpened piece of coral. Yeah. And Marlon proceeds to tell this really terrible joke that goes nowhere. And uh, then the parents are like, hey, you're acting, pre- you know, pretty calm. It was pretty nerve-wracking when my kids went to the drop-off for the first time. <laughs> like, the drop-off! And he starts freaking out because that's at the edge of the reef, pretty much where he was living, where his wife and all of his unborn children got killed. So he was understandably freaked out. So wait, the school is at the edge of this cliff, as it were? Yes. It was like a field trip. Wasn't it just yeah, a field the, trip? Yeah, it's at the edge of the reef, and then after that, it's just open water. Okay. And uh, one of the, the best, and this is such a little kid thing to do, where they see a boat, and uh, it's, you know, some feet away from the reef and everything, and the kids are like, oh, what is that? Oh, I know what that is. I think it's called a butt. Whoa. And they're all amazed. And then the kids are all daring each other to see which one can go out farther and everything into the open and scaring each other. And at this point is when Marlin catches up to them and he starts freaking out, telling Nemo that he's going to go back to school. It's too early for him to go to school. And Nemo's had enough. He's tired of his dad being so overprotective. So he just starts swimming out into the open ocean. And then he gets lost in a kelp forest. Right, and then seven rock dwarf fish take him into their abode and make uh-huh. him start cleaning, right? He is practically their slave. Yep. <laughs> Finally got one right. So he starts swimming out to the butt, and then he threatens to touch it, and of course, Marlin, who's afraid of the open ocean, he's just staying at the, at the reef. He's not going to go get Nemo. He's spotting up just a bunch of empty threads. Oh, don't you touch it. Get right back down here, over here. We're going to ground you so... Oh, don't you do it. 
And so he, he slaps the boat on the back, and all the kids are super impressed. And his dad is very, very angry. And uh, as he starts swimming back, that's when this trouble starts, because there's a big scuba diver that appears, like, right in the foreground. He's, it's actually pretty frightening. <laughs> With a big Darth Vader breathing and everything, bubbles everywhere. And he scoops up Nemo in a little bag, and he takes him off. And this is when Marlin's adventure begins to find Nemo. Because mm. they take him in the boat, and he starts chasing after the boat with total disregard for his agoraphobia. And um, when he loses track of the boat, that's when he goes down. He starts asking people, you know, if, he, they, if they've seen where it went. And this is where he meets Dory, Ellen DeGeneres. And I gotta say, is this is this like her comeback movie? Because I hadn't heard Ellen doing anything since her lesbian show. <laughs> I I, uh, I don't think it was called her lesbian show by most. No, people. it was. It was just called Ellen. But that's the yes. show where she came out. She did come out in the show. Um, well, let's see. She was in that movie with Bill Pullman called Mister Mister Wrong, which was horrible. And then she Bill Pullman in a bad movie. I don't think I know, so. I know. She was in some other movie where she had a big supporting role. Jumping Jack Flash. Like a TV producer. Mm, I don't remember the name of that one. Like Ed TV or something? Was it Ed TV? She might have been. I think it was. I never saw that one. And then all this. Alright, alright, alright. I think that was it. I don't remember being in... They tried to make her like a... I don't know. She took her turn at stardom in the movies and then quite work out. Mm-hmm. I remember her on some, some terrible sitcom back in the day where it's like a, a real estate company and she worked as a secretary or something. I don't know. Yeah, but she was already. Yeah, she already had her show in it. It was a very popular show. So I don't, why do you say this is her comeback? Because I think this movie came out some years like afterwards, and I don't remember Ellen from anything except for the Ellen Show, and that was when I was a kid, and I saw this movie. In, when does it come out? High school? After high school? I don't know. Yeah. But no, I think she's been in the, doing stuff ever since then. And her, how long has her daytime TV show been going on? A while. Forever. Yeah, yeah, that was way after, that was after the movie, though. See, this is what I, I think this gave her the, the oomph, the star power to um, get her Ellen talk show. She was too busy playing with In Bluth. <laughs> eh? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> she sure was. Well, well Jeff, you see... Ellen was tired of her old car and wanted to try out a Porsche. (laughs) I'm on a roll tonight. I know. I'll say. (laughs) Good show. All right, so he meets Dory, who's some kind of bluefish, and she doesn't remember anything. She's like Memento. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, which is awesome. She plays it very well. Where <laughs> one of my favorite jokes is like, "Oh, I have short-term memory loss. Yeah, I, I forget things almost instantly." It's like, "What? No, I'm serious. It runs in my family. At at at, at least I think it does." <laughs> oh, I can't. I laughed at that line so hard. But yeah, she does a great job in this movie. Her and Alba Brooks have a great chemistry throughout the whole film. Awesome. Do you think they ever got in the booth together? Or recorded together, or was it just all the usual where they were? 
no, maybe think, seen. No, I think by this time they have. Uh, it was common practice to have people in like side by side at least. Well, I think they do readings, but I don't know that they rec- ever record together. No, they they have special partitions, but they can still like see each other. I mean, they can definitely set it up in big studios. Well, yeah, stuff, they can but... definitely set it up to do that. I don't think they. It's. I don't think it's still common practice though for voice recording. Really? Yeah. Huh. I thought with uh, like I... Disney and Pixar they did it, but they might yeah. have. I'm just. I'm just saying it would be the exception, not the rule. So I'm actually looking it up now. I actually heard that this movie was actually was not was the whole movie was done without Albert Brooks, and they went back and redid it because whoever's voice it was wasn't working. Really? Yeah. So I'm gonna go look that up now. So they kind of shreked it. Oh yeah. It Shrek, you know, Chris Farley had recorded like ninety percent of his lines for that. Oh and then, really? And then yeah, and then he he died to the drug overdose. Damn. And so they, rather than just try to pigeonhole that in, they decided they just want to kind of start over, out of like respect and because it'd be too weird, and it probably caused additional problems. So they got Mike Myers, <laughs> and Mike Myers recorded the whole thing. And at the last second, he said, you know what? I want to go back and do it with a Scottish accent. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I, I heard so, that too. Yeah, so $4 million later, <laughs> they, they had the, the finished product. Mm-hmm. So kind of interesting that it ever was able to be as, be as successful as it was. Yeah, seriously. Donkey. Anyways, they're a, they're a tag team duo now. And they run around all over the ocean. Well, before they could actually start running around all over the ocean, <laughs> they meet Bruce, the great white turd, <laughs> which is a big great white shark. And he invites them for a little get-together, which is <laughs> which is like Sharks Anonymous, where all these sharks are trying to, <laughs> to quit eating fish. So I don't know what they eat. What would a shark eat if it's, if it's not fish? Krill? Plankton? I don't know. Yes. Jeebus. Humans? Humans. <laughs> <laughs> so do they ever explain what they are actually eating? No. But yeah. they do say that they hate dolphins. It's like, fish are friends, not food. Except for those stinking dolphins. <laughs> yeah, oh, look at me, I'm a dolphin. <laughs> dolphins are assholes. They are. Yep, oh, oh yeah, they have the... Uh, the their Sharks Anonymous meeting in a very dangerous location, which is a sunken sub, and there's a bunch of underwater mines still strung up there from the war. Which leads to another one of my all-time favorite gags, where <laughs> nor, uh, they find uh, one of the scuba diver's mask, and then they discover that Dory can actually read English. So while they're running around trying to get the mask, Dory gets a bloody nose, and that sets off Bruce. And he's trying to eat both of them while the other two sharks are trying to have an intervention. Ugh, gold. And they're, they're chasing him all over the sub. Which prompts one of the... Uh, they loosen one of the torpedo tubes that they were hiding in. And that gently like taps one of the mines, which sets off all of them. And his cacophony of amazing explosions. It's, they seem to go on forever, but it's like, I don't know, 10 seconds of explosions. <laughs> and then you, the, it cuts, it hard cuts to a shot 
like on the ocean. There's two seagulls just floating there. <laughs> Tiny bubbles just pop out of the back of one of the other seagulls. <laughs> he turns around and just goes, nice. <laughs> and he flies away. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, that was on the trailer or uh, something. I remember seeing a sneak peek of that, and that was cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney. <laughs> what, what, what's the... I don't even know how long the animation studio has been around now. It's been 75 years now? More than that? Oh. Probably longer than that. Yeah. But anyway, 75 years of fart jokes. Sanio. Technically, it wasn't Disney at the time. No. Uh, sorry, interrupt. Oh. William H. Macy was playing Marlin before Albert Brooks did it. Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah, so he, he recorded did. the whole thing, and it didn't, whatever, for whatever reason, it didn't kind of fit yeah. the character. So it's just was not a fit, because he's a good actor. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, anyways. That's an easy paycheck. Yeah, seriously. Pixar money. That Disney money. But yeah, let's not run through the whole movie, because it's a whole ordeal. What are you guys' favorite parts? I just wanted to get to my favorite joke in the whole movie. <laughs> that was it, the button gag. Yeah, I mean, the seagulls steal the show. So later on, you see the yeah. seagulls, and they're the... Mine! Rats with wings! Mine? Mine? Oh, God, I hate... Once they go off at Disneyland. If you're near Tomorrowland at the submarine, <laughs> you yeah. walk by and you hear them. Oh, my gosh. I hate seagulls so much. Oh, they're, they're assholes. In real life, they're the mm-hmm. worst. They'll steal the sandwich right out of your hand. They they're like they're like pigeons, except they shit more and steal more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we're not gonna go over the whole thing, but meanwhile, Nemo's been captured. And he's been put in an aquarium at a dentist office, and he meets all these other tropical fish. And I always liked um, what's his face, Willem Dafoe, Scar. What's his name? Not Scar, but he's an angelfish with a scar. Yeah. <laughs> It was pretty cool. And then I like the guy, every time the treasure chest opens up and bubbles come out, he bubbles! <laughs> My bubbles. <laughs> he swims over to him. I like when the dentist starts showing off his little clownfish. It's like, you see that little guy? I rescued him. <laughs> He's floating out there all alone on the ocean. Ah, uh, dentist. Mm-hmm. Wreaking havoc in the natural world. <laughs> That's true. I never even thought about that. <laughs> see this lion out there? He was all alone. I saved him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. Fuck that guy. Yep. Um, so I like that. I just like the just the camaraderie between um like you said, Ellen DeGeneres and Albert Einstein. Orion uh, Orion Dory. Not Orion Dory. Dorian Marlin. Oh. And just that the I don't know. The turtle the the surfer turtle guy is pretty awesome. Crush. Yeah. Oh, dude, Mr. Dirtle was my was my father. Call me Crush. <laughs> I love how awkward uh, Marlin is. He's like, hey, wait, 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 dude, Crush, uh, what's good? Where are we? <laughs> I need to get to the uh, ELC. You're riding it, dude. Yeah, uh, well, I'm trying to remember the stuff. It's been a while, but then when you when they're down in near or in the dark part of the ocean and that that I don't know what kind of fish you call it, angler. Oh, yeah, it is an angler, yeah. An angler fish with a little light thing in front of his <laughs> face awesome. and keeps following it. Turns into a little a little horror fish moment. A um, hundred times better than the beginning of Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I just, it's, I don't know. Maybe all the Pixar movies are like this. I just don't know. But they just the way it is, I just liked it. I don't know how to describe it. It was good. I liked it. So, I don't know if we've done this, but how would you rank the Pixar movies? We well, haven't done this. Mine's going to be easy. The best one is Finding Nemo. The worst one is Finding Nemo. I've only seen one. You haven't seen any of the Toy Stories, Jeff. No, I've seen bits and pieces, but not enough. I mean, I, what I saw, I liked, but... That's tough. That's tough to miss. <laughs> to not mm-hmm. have seen one of those. Yeah, seriously. Just by accident. I've seen parts of a lot. I mean, I've seen um, part of The Incredibles. I've seen part of... What's the Monsters one? Monsters, Inc. Okay. <laughs> Just Frozen <laughs> count? I've seen parts of Frozen at yeah. Brian's it's house. Disney Studios. That's not Pixar. It might as okay. well be. No. <laughs> Pixar does uh, good movies. I don't know. You'd have to name some. But what are your guys' top ones? I'm going to have to say The Incredibles is... Uh, yeah, Incredibles the, is number one. Yeah, The Incredibles. It's definitely worth a watch. Finding Nemo, number two, Monsters, Inc., and uh, Up, my top four. And then some of the Toy Stories after that. So yeah, toy, the first Toy Story. Uh... Reach for the Sky. I kind of really liked Cars, actually. <laughs> I know it wasn't uh, as well-received as the other ones, but... Yeah, it's all right. It's not my faves, but it's still... I mean, it's a Pixar movie. Yeah. I mean, even if you have bad pizza, it's still pretty good. So, so what's considered, like, the the biggest flop? Because I know none of them are flops, but, like... Planes. I think I've heard... <laughs> yeah, goddamn planes. I don't even count that. Was that a real release or just a direct to DVD? No, that was no, real. That was a real one. Was a real thing. The second one might have been more direct. I don't, I don't remember, but... No, Planes 2 came out in theaters, too. Okay. Well, Dane Cook was starring as Plane. Yeah. I, so. I didn't see Cars 2, but that one got kind of slammed. Ugh, so I saw Cars, and I'm like, Ugh, I, I'd have David. to imagine that they still make their money with all the, the kids and stuff. Oh, but, of course. Yeah. And the toys and merchandising, merchandising. I mean, the, and I, I wouldn't really include them in the, the ranking of the films, but the, the Pixar short films are always amazing. Anytime they have one of those in front of their movies. Yeah, serio. Hey, do you remember when we went... I don't think we went together, but we all kind of went around the same time to watch that Ike and Ike film. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sick and Twisted Animation. Yeah. 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 And there was the one with, like, the birds on the telephone line or whatever. Oh, yeah. That was Pixar. Was yes. that Pixar? That was Pixar. Yeah. That and was... that was... Bef- was that before Toy Story or... No. No, 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 no. That was after Toy Story. It played in front of one of these movies. I forget which one. It might have been with Toy Story. But I know they 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 referenced it in Cars. So it was before Cars. So wait, Toy Story is the first one, right? When did it come out? Late nineties, mid nineties, mid nineties maybe. Mid nineties, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe late nineties. Reach for the sky. I just remember seeing that and going, well, that's pretty cool. Someone should make a movie like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's when we discovered Rejected, and our lives were never the same. (laughs) Oh, man. Have either of you watched the Hertzfeld, the newest one, I forget what it's called? 
No, Ever. it's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Ah, I should watch it. So I, haven't, I haven't been keeping up with his work. I should. My anus is bleeding. Silly hats only. <laughs> and now angry ticks fly out of my nipples. Spoon is too big. <laughs> There's no I'm fish in this movie, so... I'm the queen of France. <laughs> Back to Finding Nemo. Okay. See, see, my favorite. I'm, I'm assuming that there's a happy ending after uh, the father climbs, swims up to the top of the tower, and deposes the evil bishop before he can burn Nemo at the stake. Well, he calls for sanctuary. Okay. <laughs> so yes. Nemo, with the help of his friends, uh, escape the aquarium and go into the ocean. Uh, yes, he's up with his dad. I don't remember how now. They're like in bags of water. No, they, that's the other guys, right? Shit. Yeah. That's oh, the his, bird comes. That's the, the plan. Pelican comes, right? It saves him. Yeah. Pulls him out. Scoops him up and starts flying him away from the seagulls that are chasing him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And they go into the dentist's office, and then Nemo sees his dad. But Nemo, oh yeah, Nemo's actually a present for the dentist's niece. She's got monstrous dental headgear. And uh, she's, uh, well, a fish killer, because she just shakes the bag that the fish is in until it dies. You're not supposed to do that, kids. So they got to get Nemo out of there. And they, yeah, the, the, the fish in the tank try to help Nemo escape. And they have two days, and that's when the niece is going to pick him up. But they kind of fail, and so the niece has him in a bag, but he's already pretending he's already playing possum so that the dentist would flush him down the toilet. And um, the Green Goblin tells him that all drains lead to the ocean. So (laughs) this actually led to a lot of kids after watching the movie to flush their fish Uh. down the toilet. (laughs) To rescue them. Yeah. Be free. Like, oh, no. <laughs> They're crocodile food now. <laughs> Alligators, actually. Oh, sorry. They're gator food now. Luke monster. Mm-hmm. But the pelican comes in there. He sees Nemo playing possum, but he doesn't know, and he thinks he's dead for reals. And a whole bunch of shenanigans happen. <laughs> and uh, Willem Dafoe... Jumps out of the tank, gets shot out of the top of Mount Wanahakalugi, and uh, right on top of the niece's head while she's in the dentist's chair. And she screams and drops the bag on all the dental equipment, so it bursts open. And that lets uh, Willem Dafoe get Nemo down the drain, and he goes into the ocean. And that's how he's set free. And there's like a French uh, shrimp down there, right? Or a crab or... (laughs) Lobster, I don't know, some kind oh, of shellfish. Those, those crabs are awesome. Yeah. No, the 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 Frenchy the Frenchy shrimp is in the uh, tank. He's the one that cleans them. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crabs are like, hey, hey, <laughs> like defending their territory. Yeah, Ugh, gold. And uh, but at this point, Marlin thinks that his son is dead, and so he pretty much just abandons Dory. And up until this point, she's remembered pretty much everything, because you know. She's got this good relationship. 
probably romantic with uh, Marlon. And uh, after he leaves her, then she just starts swimming in circles. She doesn't remember where she is or pretty much who she is almost. And so Nemo actually finds her while she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I don't know where I am, oh my gosh. And she's like, hey, do you need help? I'm trying to look for somebody too. It's like, what's your name? I'm Dory. What's your name? Nemo. She's like, Nemo? That's a funny name. <laughs> they just go swimming off to find her, Nemo's and then, dad now. And then they find mm-hmm. a magic lamp. At the bottom of the ocean. And it summons a, summons a sea genie, right? <laughs> sea genie. And Nemo wishes to be a prince to uh, impress the, the first right. princess. Mm-hmm. Right? All right. <laughs> Keep him coming, Scott. Continue. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. They find each other. The end. The end, pretty much. Oh, yeah, just let's... We've got to talk about just keep swimming, because that's what Dory always does. Just keep swimming. Just keep, keep swimming. swimming, and everything will be okay. Oh, yeah, one thing <laughs> that Nemo learned while he was in the fish tank, which is pretty goddamn impossible, was when the doctor was trying to scoop him up to put him in a bag. So he's got that fish... That green, twisty-tie fish net thing. And he's going to scoop Nemo out, but then all the fish get in it, and they start swimming down into the ground. <laughs> Which, of course, would never happen. A human would just scoop all of the fish out of there. But anyway, I digress. Uh, he drops the, f- the, the thing, and he gets freed from the scooper. And so when Nemo finally finds his dad and everything, they're actually in the middle of a big fishing net and a a whole bunch of them get scooped up. So Nemo has this idea, and this is where Marlin finally learns that he has to trust his son, that he knows what he's doing. And they tell all the fish to swim down in a big group until they break the fishing boat, and they all get free. And yeah. a bunch of poor fishermen drown. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my kids are going to go hungry tonight. Deadliest catch. Yeah. <laughs> Tuna, or whatever they were. So, um, diverging into, uh, segueing into, oh, God damn it! Sorry, my eye, my eye hurts, and I'm rubbing it and trying to think at the same time. <laughs> That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> Dis- okay, animation movies and stuff, and I th- I remember this in the past. And now I just remembered it. I always liked Disney cartoons where the main characters were animals and not people. And maybe that's why I like this more than I like Incredibles. You know, I haven't seen them, but just maybe this is why I even watched this one. Like, I chose to watch this one, or Monsters, Inc., because they're not people. Like, when I was a kid, like, I loved Robin Hood cartoon, because it was uh, a fox and whatever. Right. I, I guess that's always been one of the biggest advantages to animation, is you can tell these stories with characters that are, you know, anthropomorphic animals, yeah. and not have it be ridiculous. Yeah. Like Actually, Dumbo. Sorry. Yeah, Disney had a bit of a slump when they did, like, uh, Atlantis and Tarzan and everything because, yeah, the the cast was mostly human in their main characters until they did Lilo and Stitch, and that was a huge hit. Yeah, they kind of gave up on the musical format. Yeah, too. Atlantis was the um, the first Disney movie that wasn't a musical. It was just a straight-up movie, which is awesome. That movie is actually pretty badass. Yeah, but even going back, like I mean, Little Mermaid, I guess it's a mermaid, but it's still mostly human character. 
I know there's like flounder and some like side characters. But once again, I think that's why Lion King was also so. I like that movie because it was not people. lions. Yeah. I don't know. That's just I was me, and I I, I think my brothers like that too. Just I, don't know, I guess I could see people on regular TVs. I don't ever really get to see a fox shoot a bow and arrow, so <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. You don't man, you should no. go to Mexico more often. <laughs> The land of enchantment. Yeah. And why don't they celebrate Robin Hood? It's not even one of their Disney classics, is it? They never talk. That movie is awesome. It is awesome. That is one of my favorites. I guess now it's all about the princesses, so... Maybe they can... Maid Marion. She was a fox. Hey, Scott. Whoa! <laughs> Scott, damn. <laughs> she was. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah. Finding I liked it. I've seen it a couple times, actually. So, how about the ride? I mean, we already talked about the submarine ride. Isn't there an... Oh, never mind. That's a Toy Story. Never mind. I'll shut up. No, there's a Finding Nemo ride. That's a submarine that Scott already mentioned, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we you can see at the portholes. It's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> you still see all the animated fish and everything. <laughs> and I, I, I have only my, my, my imagination to go out. Mm-hmm. It's like seeing them right out of the movie and stuff, and you're only separated by a thin piece of glass, so you feel like, oh, they're real. They're not, but, you know, the kids. Way to ruin the magic. <laughs> Sorry. Is that ride still, like, one of the longest waits? That line was always long. Mm, it's pretty decent, but it's not that bad anymore. Star Tours is actually back in action. So... <laughs> Real quick on Star Tours. I think I've done four of the different segments now that you can get. Are you nauseous at everyone? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Some more than others, but uh, yeah, there isn't like a a, a a good one where I'm where I'm not gonna get uh, get dizzy and yeah. Maybe if they just have a Star Tours of all the passengers just waiting on standby. Maybe. <laughs> One of these days we'll go to Tatooine. I hear it's sparsely populated. Yes. And Alderaan. Voted yeah. safest planet in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alderaan. Scott needs to go like on the R2-D2 simulator where you just like slowly just go straight down a ramp. <laughs> you just beep. That's the ride. No sudden movements. No sudden turns. That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. And that's it. Finding Nemo. Go watch it. Your kids will love it. You will love it. You haven't seen it. I've seen it. So if you haven't seen it, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, it is. What? <laughs> right, Scott? Of all, all the shit Jeff hasn't seen, you're calling me out on this one? <laughs> yep. Yeah. You claim right. that you like animation stuff. I don't. So that's the difference. You have to see every animated movie. He's got you there. Everyone. But it's, it's like, you know, you like we all like porn. Doesn't mean we've seen every single piece there's in the internet. Pretty sure I've seen it all. I think we, <laughs> we are the closest to have seen every porn on the internet. <laughs> that's that's actually true. So for various reasons, which we won't go into now. Yep. <laughs> but. Uh, we were together in one room, too. Yeah. <laughs> More than just us. Whoa! We used to get paid to look at porn. Ah! All right. <laughs>
Nemo. Is that in reference to Dino from the original story? From 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Other than the fact that they're under the sea, I probably don't think this is too much based on what you guys were saying. There'll no, be but no like... allegations, just tasty crustaceans under the sea. Just the fact that he liked it, you know, he just named him in an homage to it. Not that it's based on it. Right, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying that there were more. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Speaking of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, this is the one scene that jumps out at me. It was in uh, The Submarine is Under Fire by people. And, and, of course, you know, the submarine is bulletproof. And Captain Nemo is ducking down, just waiting for his chance to go down the spiral step of a submarine to get to safety. Which which version are we talking about here? The old Disney one. Okay, with Kirk Douglas? Yeah, with Kirk Douglas. All right. But <laughs> the way – what sticks out is that he just – he quickly walks into – you know, he sees his chance. He quickly runs, like, around to go down the spiral staircase. But once he's on the spiral staircase <laughs> – he just slowly like tick tick tick. He's 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 mincing down the steps, <laughs> very slowly. I'm like, dude, you should just dive head first into that thing. You're gonna get shot. And of course he does. Spoiler alert. Safety first when you're on a submarine. <laughs> Not when bullets are flying, man. Yeah. That always cracks me up. Even when I was a kid, <laughs> I felt no sympathy for Captain Nemo dying. You idiot. Anyway, I've never seen that old movie. It's good for an old movie. It's got it's got Kirk Douglas like and he's like that fifties nineteen fifties buff. Yeah, where you suck it <laughs> in his gut. Yeah, that weird like. <laughs> oh man, he's playing a. a time, I'm pretty sure it was a real turtle shell guitar. Yeah, that's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah. Movie. Anyway, right, that, that's it. Yeah, Finding Nemo. All right, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Yeah, I don't have much. Um, probably don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new Destiny uh, update come the 2.0. Playing it uh, for the first time yesterday and today. It's same but different. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the new expansion uh, adds some more stuff. Better for the price it's going to be. I know, forty bucks. It's like a whole new game. Yep. But so far, I like what they're doing. They're trying, you know, obviously the whole balancing act of getting powerful guns nerfed and non-used guns buffed up. Same thing they have in all types of games like this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you haven't gotten it yet, go get it. Expect a eighteen gigabyte download. Take you forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you haven't gotten Destiny by now, this is the time to buy. Because you can get all the expansions and everything for the regular price of the original Destiny way back last year when it came out. So, For the Xbox One or the PS4. You get the Xbox One. Join the Hotshot First Line. Yeah, pretty badass. <laughs> yep. Nightly um, Raids. What else... Um, that's it. There's kind of like no nothing out there right now. No good movies are out. It's kind of the dead time before uh, the holiday season. Yeah, I think the next big movie is going to be Spectre in November, I think. Okay. So yeah, I don't think there's much in between there. 
Uh, Although the I saw the trailer for Krampus today. Like kind of fun. Christmas horror movie. It's not Kevin Smith's Krampus, is it? I don't know. What's what is Kevin Smith's Krampus? He was gonna do a Krampus movie and then somebody else said, you know what, I'm doing a Krampus movie too. And it's gonna be a horror movie. Well, I don't think it's Kevin Smith. No, it's not. Have you guys seen M. Night Shyamalan's got a new movie? Yeah. <laughs> the commercials. The, the Visit, I think yeah. it's called. I think it's actually a pretty good premise. Just Because going to Grandma and Grandpa's house is always creepy enough as it was. <laughs> Why does Grandma have so many dolls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's just like, why does she have weird food in the refrigerator? Like, all this weird stuff. I have no faith in him making a good movie anymore, but... Yeah possibility I was I was one of the last Shyamalan defenders because I, I I think I'm the only person on the planet that actually really liked Lady in the Water yeah probably yeah, I never saw that one Yeah, I saw After I, Earth that movie actually didn't suck it was actually pretty entertaining didn't see it uh, I I also really liked uh, The Village yeah I liked The that Village was, that was more for Bryce Dallas Howard I think than the than what else was going on in there no, I think but, the village is a good movie, and I like. I think I think he's a good, I think he's a good director. Like I like the way he films his movies and the way he paces them. It just mm-hmm. the stories, <laughs> some of the writing needs a little work. Turns out it's a giant spider. Oh, uh, that wasn't his fault, though. No, that one wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, um, the happening. Did what? I see that. No. Marky what? Marks. No. <laughs> oh my god. So that I saw the just clip ridiculous. the other day. Gold. That movie's comedy gold. What? No. Anyway, that's my news. Not much of it. Uh, Scott. So just one piece here that I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, I was looking at a list today of the highest grossing box office totals for actors. And this includes not just like the, the starring roles, but if, if you include cameos and anything you had to do where you were in the movie in any, uh, in any respect, um, who do you think number one is all time? Damn. Tom Cruise. Johnny, it's Johnny a, Depp. It's a solid guess, but he's not even in the top 100 or top 10. Oh, Johnny Depp. No. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Um, all right, here. Let's get everything. Somebody that does a lot of cameos and walk-ons. Will Ferrell. Okay, so Tom Cruise is 12. Harrison Ford. 13. Man. Also, I'm not sure how old this list is, but it's fairly recent. Tom okay. Hanks. Tom Hanks is number seven. Ooh. Are they males or females? Is it like these are all actors? Oh, well, no, male or female. Yeah. Well, I know what's her face is doing really well now. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Is she not in there? Um, let me look. Uh, Johnny Depp is twenty-four. Mm. Um, let me see if Jennifer Lawrence is on here. Uh, Julia Roberts is 46. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Julia Roberts is... 
lower than that. 64. 71. Ooh. Mac Wahlberg is 99. Whoever that is. <laughs> All right, so... Mike Myers. Let's see. Oh, Christopher Walken. He's always walking on the movies. Whoa! Okay, number... Just... We'll do number one, and then I'll go over some of these other ones. Which no, 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 funny. no, 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 no. you got to give us hints. Yeah, top okay. five. Um... He's what? been in a couple of huge franchises. <laughs> Christopher Walken. No. <laughs> oh, wait. Samuel Jackson. Yes, oh, no. Sam Jackson. Okay. Sam Jackson is number one. Yeah. Really? Yes. Number two... Robert Downey Jr. No. Junior is 16. Number two, and this is, this is pretty great. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy, Jeff. I'm pretty sure Alex has. Number two... Is Frank Welker? <laughs> Heard of the nice. name, but I don't know. Yeah. So he he's like there's two people in Hollywood that do voices for animals. Mm-hmm. So like Santa's little helper. <laughs> yeah, there's um, an animal in The Simpsons. He did. It. Yeah, it's Frank Welker. And uh, in, in most movies, any animated movie, it's always gonna be Frank Welker. Sweet. Just about um, the the dog from Futurama, Seymour. Uh, that's Frank Welker. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so because he's done all these movies, his total box office is enormous. Uh, number three, it's pretty hilarious. Um, it's in in the same vein as Sam Jackson. Keanu Reeves. Think think less of an actual actor. <laughs> less think than Keanu Reeves. Think think cameos. <laughs> just by virtue of just having. Oh, like, Stanley. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley is the highest grossing, third highest grossing <laughs> box office actor Jeez. in the history of movies. Got <laughs> that Mallrats money. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four is Bob Bergen. I'm not actually sure that is. Probably another actor. Oh. Uh, number five is John Ratzenberger. Oh, all, all, all those movies. Pixar movies, yep. He was a, a school of fish in uh, Finding Nemo. Yeah. And then... Uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it's that yeah. Empire money. So, some other kind of funny ones in here. Uh, Warwick Davis at 18. Mm. All the Star Wars. That, are... Yeah, that Star Wars money, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Harry Potter. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Um, Elizabeth Banks, surprisingly. Huh. I guess... I know she did, Le- she did a lot of work. I guess the Lego movie must have fucking killed. Yeah. To, to be that high. Um, Lego movie. Frank Oz. Oh, of course. Frank Oz is 37. <laughs> only 37? Yeah, only 37. In a row? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Andy Serkis is 57. Jeez. Oh. Uh, Alan Tudyk at 61. I'm sure a lot of that's Disney money also. Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. Oh. It's just kind of funny to think about, you know, it's not necessarily these big actors that are <laughs> that are part of all this money, as it were. Uh, nice. And then just real quick, like, people in technical roles, um, composers. Who do you think the highest grossing composer is? John Williams is the obvious choice. But... James Moore. It's not John Williams. John Williams is number two. What's uh, his face? The guy, the Tim Burton guy? Tim Burton. 
I forgot. No, the what's his face. <laughs> Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman is four. It's four? Yeah. Hmm. No idea. Who's the dude that always does Silvestri? Yeah, Alan Silvestri. Silvestri is number seven on the list. He's behind a couple casting directors. Jeebus. That you've never heard of. Jane Jenkins and Janet Hershenson. Those are just oh. made up. Yeah. Mean old Jano? Jane Jenkins? <laughs> oh Jane. And then Stanley's also on that list, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> At number ten. Uh so number one is Hans Zimmer. Ah, oh, should have known that. But more than John Williams, yeah. more than James Horner. He just edges him out by like a couple bucks. Yeah, just by a couple dollars, <laughs> or a couple hundred million, whatever. However you want to look at it. And then, okay, uh, highest. Now these are actual stars, move like starring roles. Um, who would you say is number one? Starring just, roles? Just based mm-hmm. by... So if you removed like, any point where they were... They had a supporting role. And just went purely by starting roles. Uh, the number one would be... Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise again. Tom Cruise is not in the top ten. Jeez. Keanu Reeves. Leo? Uh, you already mentioned... This is another, it's another Tom... Tom Hanks. Yeah. Mm. Tom Hardy. Tom Tom Hanks, Harrison Ford, Eddie Murphy. Oh, then actually was Tom Cruise. My bad. Number four. So, yeah. It's interesting. interesting where all this money's going. Yeah. Stanley raking it in, and Frank Welker. <laughs> yeah. I hope Frank Welker is living comfortably at this point in his career. Better be. Best motherfucker. <laughs> And that's my, that's all I got. That's all my news. Hey, do you know how much Stan Lee gets out of all this stuff anymore? Does he, like, really have... Oh, I, I mean... I bet he doesn't, right? Not as much as you think he should be getting for all this. He's probably, like, up front probably not, but he's probably getting a small cut. A small, I'm doing air quotes, mm-hmm. <laughs> cut of, of all this, like, on the back end. But still not as much as you would think for the guy who invented no, like, Spider-Man. Like, yeah, all those are, dudes. Yeah, yeah, all those creations are owned by Marvel. Yeah. Because he was right. employed at the time by them, so... I mean, he's, he's the face of the company, yeah. so I'm sure they're, he's been compensated. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I'm sure Kevin Feige is literally swimming in money right now. He has, like, a money bin <laughs> in the back of his house. Kevin Feige, or that Feige? Feige? Okay. Yeah, Feige's running it. I'm, yeah, the, the mastermind behind all the MCU stuff. Yeah, because Bill Finger didn't get dick. Well, he got dick, but he didn't get anybody. Dicked. Yeah. Who the hell's Bob Bergen? All right. <laughs> Bob Bergen? Alex Tibbetts? Uh, yeah. Juicy little tidbit might end up as a huge disaster, but I'm still going to watch this movie. Uh, they're remaking Roadhouse. Starring? Want to take any guesses? Please I know. Say the, I know please who say it the is. Rock. Please say the Rock. It's not the Rock. Uh, it's okay. Are they playing this straight, or are they going for for comedy? No, they're gonna go straight. Say, say it's not Channing Tatum. It is not Channing Tatum's. Tell me it's not Kellen Lutz. It's not Kellen Lutz. It's a girl. Right. 
but I think I'm okay. Is it Ronda Rousey? It is Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Gee. Ooh. Yep, it's going to be a hard sell. It's Roadhouse. Uh, not that. Isn't act that. She needs Roadhouse. some work. She needs to work on the acting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tell that to her face, Scott. <laughs> I won't, because she'll murder me. <laughs> no, I totally respect her being able to kick ass. Like, that's going to be believable. <laughs> Like, that's not where I have the problem. <laughs> Tell her during a Pokemon card match. Yeah, go. but you act like Roadhouse is some drama. You know, it could be some No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not complaining that they're redoing it or anything. I'm just saying her in any movie is a starring role. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be rough. I want to see who they cast as Jackie Treehorn. Jackie Chan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a good, man, what a twist. <laughs> Stunt casting. This is as long as she, she gives the pain don't hurt line. <laughs> yep. Then I will have my money at some point. All right. Is that it, Alex? Yeah, tidbit. All right. That ends this episode, but what are we going to be talking about next week, Scott? All right. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite Edgar Wright, probably my second favorite Edgar Wright movie, Hot Fuzz. Nice. All right. I don't remember that movie. Every time I watch it, I'm drunk. But I think it's on Netflix now, so I can go watch it. Yeah. You should. It's great. It's awesome. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Sounded disgusted with his, his, his request. No, no, I'm, I'm annoyed with <gasps> I'm annoyed with the Callburner interface, and with Alex in general. What am I? Who am I getting? Oh, come on, man! <laughs> oh, come on! All right.